Do you do you have any feeling for when someone comes in? Have are they saying, "Hey, I saw you on Instagram"? Yeah, all the time. Really? <laughs> yeah, Instagram, Facebook. It's funny if they're like, if they're like under thirty, it's usually I saw you on Instagram. If they're over thirty, it's usually I saw you on Facebook. Right. But besides that distinction, yeah, both of those like we get all the time. Or like I'll post I'll post in the morning that we have sticky buns and they sell out within two hours. And most of the oh people who come goodness. in are like, I saw it on Facebook and I want it. I'm here. I'd be coming in like, yeah, hey, I saw you on MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't me you saw. <laughs>
but yeah, I mean, probably for the first like three or four years, um, most of our business was like the weddings, the specialty cakes, the stuff like that. With the storefront being something like, I'm like, I don't want to be a like a cake baker. People just order stuff. Like, I want to be like a real storefront right. bakery. So that was always a goal of mine. But it's not until recently that it's really started to like pay off to have a storefront in Mifflinburg. Right. So. Um, so you're talking like in terms of profit and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, like walk-in business. Right. And, like, I mean. Because there, there was always lots of walk-in business from yeah. the day you started. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the tricky thing with the case is like I have to guess what people want and how much to make, right? Like I have to, yeah. I have no idea. So right. there's loss there that you can't avoid. Cause even just to make the case look full and look inviting, like you have to have a certain amount of product and product that you know might not sell. Yeah. It's just there for looks almost. Yeah. So like, and even like the times when I have like hit it right on the head of me, like sell out by a certain time in the day. Then I'll get like somebody come in and they're disappointed we don't have much. And I'm like, no, like this is good. <laughs> it's yeah. good we don't yeah. have much. Um, so it's a really it's a hard line to walk, but there's a lot of loss with the storefront. And if somebody comes in like Saturday afternoon and says, yeah. Oh, you don't have much, well yeah, like, we well, were open three other days, you could come in. <laughs> we had a lot. Yeah, yeah. And I've I've struggled, I've always struggled with that of like how do we keep the case full but not have so much left over that we're just wasting yeah. so much stuff. So um, so yeah, there's lots there that you don't get when you're making two dozen cupcakes for somebody. Right. You make two dozen cupcakes and that's it, right? Um, there's no loss there, but with the storefront there definitely is. Is there, and I said, oh, let's look at the big picture, but now I'm looking at these picky details oh, no, because okay. it interests me so <laughs> It is interesting, yeah. So is there any, do you see any predictability in terms of like seasonality or, or something like event-based, like, oh, it's a Penn State weekend, we better have extra... Mm -hmm. I don't know, cheesecakes or AI on Yeah, uh, over the years I have built some sense. So Penn State doesn't really do anything for us. Like I've never experienced a boost thanks to Penn State uh, traffic, but it could be I'm just not marketing in the right place. You know, like I might not just be hitting that market. But um, yeah, there's definitely like, obviously the holidays are huge. Right. And like Chris Kindle market is huge. The holidays though are probably more order yeah based yeah lots of like super order based right. um so we're really really busy we do a stand in the chris kindle market as well so right. like that time is always just crazy um and actually our biggest wedding months are always may and october those are like the two like we can have five or six weddings every single weekend um and we can still be turning people down because people want weddings are, this and I, this is because i don't know but are those the big wedding months yeah those are like the big wedding seasons in our area okay. um everybody thinks of the summer as wedding season and like certainly they're like summers all like weddings all summer long but as far as like really like everybody wants those dates it's may and october what, what month did you get married um march oh you're not a sheep then no i'm not <laughs> i also you. can't get married oh, during yeah, peak seasons <laughs> <laughs> so march yes um so yeah i yeah and then of course like every business faces a lull in January, I think, and, and then things peak each holiday, yeah. you know, you know, you have Valentine's Day in February, and then you have Easter in April, and then you have Mother's Day in May, and, like, you just go right down through, um, every couple months there's, like, a significant holiday, um, so, yeah, it definitely ebbs and flows quite a bit, and then each week, like, we get a spike on Wednesday, and we get a spike on Saturday, and Thursday and Friday are kind of, like, hit or miss, Because so. you've been doing it long enough, like, if you just count the last four years, you yeah. should have... Now, do you 
Is that just all stored in your brain, or do you have spreadsheets and graphs and charts? And I mean, I have access to sales data, um, which is really helpful. Our point of sale like, keeps track of all of that. Is that but Square? Is it? I use Clover, but yeah, okay. it's a similar type of thing. Um, yeah, so sometimes I'll sit down and actually look at it, but yeah, it's mostly like you know, like you know when you when you ran out of eclairs by the end of the day. Oh, we should have made a few more right. or whatever. So um, we definitely adjust with the seasons in the case and like try to like meet when it seems like things are going to get busier. Like just these past two Saturdays, we had these crazy awesome sales days, and it was like cool. Like. I never know when to expect that. That wasn't expected? It wasn't like, oh, something's yeah, going on? Or? Yeah, no, there wasn't anything particular going on. And it was just like, oh, it's because it's spring, I think. What about weather? Yeah, weather is a huge one, especially with the farmer's market. Weather is huge. Um, definitely in the winter, like snowy days, you just, oh, it's yeah. a wash. But, um, and then as things warm up, you really notice, like, on a warm day, all of a sudden. People are out and about. Yeah. It's yeah, so well, you see that downtown too. Yeah, right? for sure. Yeah, and and um, I've read some things too about um, it. It works both ways as far as oh, it's too cold out. But then yeah. As soon as it goes over ninety two or whatever. Yeah, then it's too hot. Yeah, out. yeah. So people need to be in that comfort. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I love that kind of picky detail about how people do what they do because everyone you know i'm unique i do whatever i want yeah no you don't if it's over 92 on a tuesday you're staying home because yeah, that's, that's right. what the data says yeah that is what the data says yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, tuesdays oh you're on open tuesdays i'm not because tuesdays is known in, in like as the the day nothing happens mm -hmm. they say if you want to go get a haircut go tuesday because for whatever reason it's just like back to work on a monday tuesday mm -hmm. you don't do anything mm -hmm. so i try like if i need, know i need to get groceries or something I'm your Tuesday guy. You go on Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's smart. Yeah. That's probably why all the borough meetings are on Tuesdays. There you go. They knew they didn't have anything else to Nobody do. Nobody has so. anything else yeah. to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, your your business is in the, the first floor of mm -hmm. a it was when I was a kid it was uh, an insurance agency. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember who the gentleman was. I just knew when he showed up at my house, I'd say, "Mom, the insurance man." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that was. Why, you know, they must have gone door to door to collect, oh, your, wow. your money's due. I don't know. That's interesting. Um, it makes me wonder now why, world. why the man was there uh, <laughs> visiting with my mother. It's not like he gave me a dollar to get ice cream yeah. or something. I was there, too. So. Yeah. Still, though, it's bizarre. It's a little bizarre. Um, so, you've grown, obviously. Yeah. So, is, is that location still big enough for you? No, or? it's really not. So, so, so what are you doing? Just tripping over each other? Yeah, it is. It is a challenge. I, I'm. I care a lot about being in downtown Gothenburg. So, again, it's like, where do you move to? Um, and it, yeah, we definitely do trip over each other. We're out of fridge space again. Like I feel like I'm always buying refrigerators, right. and like every nook and cranny in my basement has a refrigerator or freezer. That your electric meter spins like crazy. Yeah, I mean. Yes, the borough would know. They, um, you didn't get a thank you note or anything? Yeah, no thank you notes. It's a wonder. You're probably too busy counting your money. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the it's it, we are out of space. That is the grand the grand question is so for me it's more of an existential question as a business owner of like, do I want to grow this? Do I want to like like leave it at this spot where it is and like just let it like kind of stew here and like yeah. just refine what we do my goal for this year is just refine is like last year i felt like i was just hanging on all year like just trying to survive right. and this year i'm like nope we need to refine our processes get more efficient like that's where i'm at right now 
Um, but then moving forward, I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I need to make a five-year plan or something. Is any of that under your control as far as like, oh, well, if we quit advertising, then that will help. We'll get 12% less through the door. You know, whatever. Yeah. I, I mean, with the storefront itself, like I said, we haven't reached max capacity there. Um, we could produce more for that. Um, we could sell more there without too much more space. We'd right. probably be okay. Um, it's more like we can, we can really control how many orders we take because when we're booked, yeah, we're booked. Yeah. So, um, and we book up almost every weekend. So it's a matter of like us setting our cap. So if we want to scale back, set the cap lower. Right. That's it. it we do have some control there. And that, so how many people are employed now? Oh, I always have to think about this. Um, so I have three full-time and then myself, and then three part-time right now. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, so that would be tight in there. Because there's a lot to do other than baking. <laughs> there's a lot to do, yeah. So like one of my full-time is Maddie. She she does the like ec, like office stuff and communicating. So she's not really in the kitchen, so that's helpful. Um, but yeah, um, we... We also like added like a, a small like work area in our basement, like uh, like basically it's my decorating kitchen and then some other things down there. Um, so we kind of have two kitchen spaces now, oh, okay. which is helpful. Um, but even so, and now I've like displaced my dishwashing to the evening hours. Like I have dishwashers okay. now, so that yeah. really helps because we aren't having somebody there standing up sink doing dishes. So we're we're figuring it out, and I think we have room to grow yet. Like if I really wanted to, we could have a night crew, right? Yeah. Um, with the space I have, we could do a night crew, and so there's still room to grow, but we are pretty tight. Do you find yourself working nights ever? Like oh, I got to get up at two a.m. and I don't know, turn the rolls or turn on the oven to low. You know those kinds of things. I do more like so. We always start around like three forty-five a.m. Um, is that's our start that's the day before, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Um, so there's two of us who rotate that, but um, I, I more end up will work will work late in the sense of like decorating cakes or something. Right. Um, there have been times when I've worked till midnight and then gone to bed and gone up three hours later. Oh my! Like that is not ideal. No, no. <laughs> that is not ideal. Yeah, no. we try not to do that. <laughs> and I don't know how many years ago it was, but I thought the one thing you were trying out, what I thought that was really interesting, was the music in the backyard. Yeah. Because it's a great backyard. I would love to do that again. Yeah. We called it Sweet Beats and Treats. Yeah. Which was fun. Um, I loved it. I genuinely did. And I love music. And um, yeah. But what it ended up doing was taking my Friday nights. And like, I personally, I was like, I have to decorate cakes. And it's really hard for me to host the same backyard. Yeah. Um, so then it's like, if we decide to do it again, which again, I thought about bringing it back because I just really enjoyed it. Um, I have to figure out how to like pay somebody to be there because it's not a money maker for us. Right. It, at least it wasn't then. Um, it was like a few people show up and it's just nice. Like and they're not like showing up and saying I need nine nine pans of sticky buns. They are doing that. No, it's very much like us hosting a thing where we probably aren't gonna make much money. You know, it's like this girl D hosting a trivia. Right. And it's really great that like it's not like they're making bank on that. Like half the time I go, I just get water. You know, like yeah. it's like. Um, but it's a really good community event, and so, yeah, I would love to bring that back. I just need to figure out how to make it work with everything. Yeah. So, when did, when you opened up in downtown Mifflinburg, was that the same time you started 
selling at the farmer's market? No, I just started at the market at actually January 2020. <laughs> Good timing. And that's the same farmer's market. It's the Lewisburg the farmer's Lewisburg market. Farmers and it's, it used to be a, an actual auction. Yeah. I don't know how far back it dates, but I think like from the 1920s I or think 30s so. or something. People still like call that. it the auction. Yeah. It's just funny yeah. to me it's very much not an auction. No, no, but that's when we were growing up. Well, where are you going? Did the auction. That's yeah. what you did on Wednesdays. You got your French fries, some apples, and yeah. yeah. Some people treat it like an auction. They come up and barter with you. And oh, really? That's it's like, oh, that's not how this works. <laughs> that's interesting. Can you do a little better on this? Yeah, bags? yeah. Like, well, give it to me for two bucks instead. Oh. Yeah, if you order without walnuts, yeah, cheaper. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we do them with pecans, but yes. Okay. Yeah, no, I. The farmer's market, I think, was like huge for us when we started there. Um, it just exposed us to this whole group of people, I think, that didn't know we existed. So you turned a lot of those into people that are going to travel to Mifflinburg. Yeah, they do. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And like even like I have some people, because we have slightly different things at the storefront than at the market. Most of it's pretty similar, but occasionally we'll have more things at the storefront. And while people say like... Like they were like, oh, I'm gonna stop here and I'm gonna go over to Mifflinburg too. Like they like hit oh both places, which is really cool. Um, <laughs> so yeah, no, the farmers market has been really cool. And actually, like a lot of like the other downtown business owners, like the new ones, mm. I met at the farmers market as oh, yeah. business owners. Right. Yeah, um, it's a really cool place to connect with other. Like it's like a whole community of like small business owners essentially. Yeah, yeah it's really cool. That's cool. Yeah. Because I remember years ago there was you know there were certain staples in there like the guy that fixes vacuum cleaners and French <laughs> and then there was a lot of tables full of stuff. Yeah. yeah in addition to the produce and stuff. But. Yeah, they're really working on like changing that, and they have um, like kind of this sense of like uh, this conversation around like do you have it be like a a budget market or a like higher end right. market. And like they're still trying to figure out where do we fit in that in that spectrum. It's an interesting problem. Yeah, it's, you can't be all things to all people. You can't. It's yeah. a whole you different have to crowd. Find a niche and yeah. stick in it. Yeah. And it's but a whole different vibe as you know the yeah. feeling of it all. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, it's going to be hard driving past it on Wednesdays because of the traffic. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Walk-ups only. <laughs> and good luck. Bicycles only. Yeah, I love the farmers market. It's been really good to us. So. That's good. Yeah. So. As far as your employees, mm. when you need an employee, how do you find out? How do you find them? Um, we've we've got it's happened a number of ways. Um, sometimes people just serendipis, serendipitously reach out to us at the right time when yeah. it's like we kind of need somebody, and then somebody reaches out and they seem like they're a good fit. That's always nice. Um, but Facebook has always been our go-to, and it always works for us. So when you when you go to interview somebody, yeah. tell me about that process. A oh bit. my gosh, I'm not good at this. Um, I like <laughs> everybody. Uh, I bring Erin, my go-to woman, my kitchen manager. Um, she really is the main gear that makes the whole bakery run. To be honest, like she's amazing. Um, she I bring her in on all of my interviews because honestly, I kind of see it as her team as much as mine. Right. Like yeah. completely. So um, yeah, she comes in with me because I like everybody and. Um, I have gone through like I'll just wing it to like no I need interview questions and I need to really think about this and like and even like I, last time I did like a round of interviews was like last summer and I think the next time I'll still change my process again because I still feel like there are things I'm not learning about people in right. the community that I need to know um, so yeah that's yeah and I always after every interview I'm like they were great and here I was like like she's like, did you not? I thought that and like she like brings out like oh like maybe that answer wasn't so great or whatever. 
or like, yeah, I really like them too. And then I'm like, okay, good. It's not just me. So. Did you not smell the alcohol? <laughs> <laughs> That's not what happened, I have had like where I hired somebody and then like, they were like, yeah, we're good to go. And then like they had a start date and they just never showed up. So we called them and we're like, oh, sorry, we must've miscommunicated. Like here's a, a start, like, here's your start time. Yeah. And then they didn't show up again. And But the, every time you're on the phone with them, I'm like, yeah, yeah, we're going to show I'm just like, just say you don't have the job. Like, yeah. it's not that hard. But so I've had earth that you waste everybody's it's time? time. Yeah, just say you don't want the job. Like, it's not, it's not hard. I hope you keep a list of those yeah. things. <laughs> and people can grow. And, they can. They and you can. hope they do, but yeah. let someone else give them a chance for us. Right, exactly. So, But yeah, overall, like, we've had, I've had amazing, like, employees, like, Aaron... Erin uh, was like an amazing find. Like she worked at Starbucks as a manager for like seven years, and then um, she came to us at the Mifflinburg Starbucks or a different. One? Yeah, the Mifflinburg. <laughs> 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 but yeah, like I mean, and I've always found the right people at the right times, and um, you know, you go through hard seasons, especially in the restaurant industry where there's a lot of turnover and it can be really hard. Uh, but when you find the right people, it's like. Really wonderful. So I didn't hear you say the thing that everyone else is saying, like, oh, COVID, nobody wants to work anymore. I haven't experienced that at all. Oh, good for I you. hear that a lot, but I think <laughs> I think people like the idea of working on a bakery, too. So we don't really struggle to find people who are interested in working and, like, seriously interested. So why do they, I mean, so they must think it's a good idea and a good job. So yeah. other than the fact that you're throwing piles and piles of money at them. Oh, yeah, so much money. <laughs> why, why do you think they think that? Do they think it's hey, this is going to be fun, or this is going to be a life skill, or I don't. I, I'm going to steal all our recipes and open my own bakery down there. Yeah, the I mean, more power to them. Yeah, I. <laughs> I think they probably have their eyes open. Yeah, they, they do. do. Oh boy. boy, this is not fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, I. I think it's some people. It's like they're a hobby baker and think it'd be fun to do it. Um, and some people, it's like they want to work for a small business. And like waiting tables isn't necessarily their jam. Right. So like working in a kitchen and a bakery, it can be a little more like you do learn some right. interesting skills. And um, we also try to create a really good work environment. I I like always am like trying to evaluate if we're doing that well, and I think we are. Um, so creating a really good place where people feel valued and like they're learning and like that they're being supported and empowered is like a big part of um, what we try to do too. So. Yeah, I I don't know. Like I just I haven't had any any issue at all. And and your business is not one where you own the business, but you're out of touch because mm. I I stop by once every three weeks to make sure you know. <laughs> so so I would think that probably eliminates a lot of the like pettiness, drama, the other uh, stuff that can kind of happen when the boss isn't around. Yeah, I I think I'm very involved, right? Um, even though, like I like I said, Aaron really runs the kitchen these days, but like I am I am there, you know, sixty to eighty hours a week, like doing all the other things and decorating cakes and like everything. And yeah, I I also think it really helps to have the right manager. Um, yeah. Aaron is also like just very much on the same page with me on all that stuff. So, is there anything you look outside of your own employees for, like payroll or you know, technical? Yeah, um, I should do more. <laughs> I I pretty much do almost all of it in house. Oh my. Yeah, it's a lot, but like QuickBooks is great. Yeah. So QuickBooks payroll makes that super easy and user friendly and. Um, like this podcast do, brought to you by QuickBooks Payroll. Yeah, the QuickBooks Payroll. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, they're really good. Actually, I do recommend it. Um, yeah, that's that's really great. And like Maddie, um, my employee Maddie, who does all the communicating, like she does all like the emailing for me. I do my own website design. I do my own 
like advertising, graphic design. Are you the one who then, do you task someone with posting to Facebook and Instagram? You do all that yourself. I do. My goodness. I know. I see where the 80 hours a week is quickly adding up. I, I, uh, with the social media, if I did enjoy doing it, I wouldn't. Right. So it's partly that I enjoy doing it and I enjoy um, getting to share our story. And so far, like, I feel like I'm probably the best person to share a story. So I, I enjoy it. That's, um, that's probably since that is such a big way that you put yourself out there. It's mm -hmm. probably ideal that someone whose heart is literally in it yeah. is the one doing the sharing. Because right. you, you can love your business you know, no one's going to love it like you. Right, yeah. Even, even your best, closest friend. Right. It's not their baby, per se. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I've started to have my girls uh, post to, like, uh, stories on Instagram right. and stuff, which is really great, because I'm not always in the actual kitchen where, like, right. things are happening every single day. Um, so they've started to do that more, and they do an awesome job with that. But as far as, like, I'm very, like, story-oriented, and, and, like, I like telling stories. So it works out for me to do it. Do you do you have any feeling for when someone comes in? Have are they saying, "Hey, I saw you on Instagram"? Yeah, all the time. Really? <laughs> yeah, Instagram, Facebook. It's funny if they're like, if they're like under thirty, it's usually I saw you on Instagram. And if they're over thirty, it's usually I saw you on Facebook. Right. But besides that distinction, yeah, both of those like we get all the time or like I'll post I'll post in the morning that we have sticky buns and they sell out within two hours and most of the oh people who come goodness. in are like I saw it on Facebook and I want it I'm here I'd be coming in like yeah hey, I saw you on MySpace yeah <laughs> <laughs> no wasn't me you saw <laughs> <laughs> I did have that happen once. Somebody ordered a pie for Thanksgiving, uh -huh. and um, not MySpace, but uh, somebody ordered a pie for Thanksgiving, and they didn't pick it up. They ghosted us, so I called them at the end of the day. I was like, "Hey, your pie's here." She's like, "I was there earlier, and a man told me that you didn't have my pie." Like he looked through this file folder. And I'm thinking, "There's no man working today," and B, I don't have a file folder for orders. <laughs> and I was like, "Are you? Are you?" Did you did you go to the right bakery? Like where did you go? And like she's from like Tioga County or something, oh and like ordered from the wrong bakery, oh. and thought it was like so. This poor this poor woman. Like I almost I felt bad for her. I was so bad for the other bakery mostly. I was like I'm super sorry guys that this like because you feel terrible when you miss an order. So how what, did she order from like a local bakery to her? I think so. I don't know. And then she was looking. Then she stopped in there. Yeah. Yeah. So we were talking about. Um, social media mm. and you said wow I post on Instagram and there's people at the door yeah yeah that is so cool, it is cool. so um, do you have like a social media like a calendar or a plan or just wing it I do wing it I shouldn't I mean I have like a general like on Wednesdays I usually post about what we have because it's the beginning of like our open week right, right. and like we're at the farmers market and it's like um, and I yeah but I normally I normally just like post what I'm excited about or like what we're doing because like I feel like that's the most genuine way to go about it um and it works for me thankfully um I sometimes feel like I should be way more like regimented and like and there are some weeks when I'm when I am like a little like burnout or frustrated yeah. that like I post less and that's genuinely what happens well that's, and that's you you know yeah. that's where you are and yeah. maybe people realize that like oh man she must be busy yeah. or something yeah exactly and, and there are people that advise like oh you, you create it in batches yeah and then it saves you so much what we're doing today by accident yeah we are doing that today by accident <laughs> <laughs> it's a happy accident um 
but and but that will be hard, you know, for you. How are you gonna? No, I want to feature this product, and right. I can't do it in batches because I'm not making that new thing for another month or whatever. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So. I do. I try. I try to be like pretty good about like letting people know like with holidays coming up, like what we have available, and like I have like a general like schedule for that kind of stuff. But yeah. Like, oh yeah. Because you know, you know, you don't post your Thanksgiving specials the day before, so you right. have lead times. And lead time, and like it's on people's radar. Did you ever think of taking all the stuff that's in your brain and putting it on paper so that you could have one of your employees, you know what I mean? That was a really good idea, Dave. <laughs> Every now and then. And then get <laughs> you know what I mean, like an operating Yeah, manual. System, systems creation is a big part of owning business. Systems right? creation. Yeah. I like that. Did you coin that phrase just now? I don't know. I, I've, <laughs> I, I've probably heard it somewhere. I can't take credit for it, but I don't know where I've heard it. But like, yeah, I, I feel like all of running a business is just building systems. If you ever want to not, not have to do every single little thing, right? You have to build a system so you can teach it to somebody else. So. Right. And I think at this point with social media, I think if I ever wanted to pass it off, it wouldn't be hard for me to create that system because I know it so well at this point. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, yeah, I think if I get to the point where I want to pass off social media, it would be really easy for me to create that on the fly. And right. And get it to them. So. And then you would see holes in it as you're going. Right. Around. Oh, I forgot. We should do a Christmas post right after Thanksgiving. Yeah. 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 So speaking of social media, what are you thinking? And and my most advanced thing is Instagram. I do TikTok. Mm. Um, I watch TikTok. Yeah, yeah. Too much because you know. It's addicting. I know. It's so addicting. I, I heard this the other day. Do you know how much time the average American spends on social media on on like a TikTok type video thing, like watching them. Oh, you mean like once you start watching a TikTok, how long uh -huh. are you addicted for that? Yeah, so I TikTok or Reels or like Facebook Shorts, right, all right, those right. things. I bet you seventy-five minutes. Oh, yeah. I think it's like I heard again. This is not like a, like a source that I'm sure. Like I'm not gonna say where. Footnote: Where did you find that? Oh, <laughs> uh, it was told to me, but he said fifty-five minutes. Yeah. But you think about average American, like we're talking like average american so that's yeah. like all these people 55 that's a huge amount of time yeah for like yeah isn't it crazy yeah yeah that like addiction to that platform there's something about it and, and i the tiktok i like it because I, I liked it better when there was a one limit one minute limit yeah now what Did you can do really three long? or something yeah because I, there are some like for example like in the photography industry mm -hmm. especially with photoshop and editing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You get you open Photoshop and there's a thousand ways to do any given task. Mm. Well, you can watch a video. It always gets me on on uh, YouTube. You know, thirty second way to do perfect skin retouching. Yeah. Well, then why is it a twenty seven minute video yeah. to teach me this thirty second, second. method? <laughs> so, but the TikTok version is a minute. It is. It's the exact same thing. So that's why I like, and I'm not saying I don't waste time watching people do stupid stuff. Right. But there's a lot of educational yeah. content. And I it's all distilled down to nothing, which mm -hmm. I like. I like that too. I'm the same with cake decorating and like the the amount of things like I've like saved from like, oh, that's a really good idea yeah. of how to do that thing. Like something I just pick up on how they're decorating a cake is like really helpful. It's really cool. And yeah, I love I like, I, again, I get in and out of it depending on like how maxed out I am this right. season, but on Instagram it's the real videos. Right. Yeah. I, I like making those. Like it's really fun and like people really respond to that content. Right. And it's, yeah, it's it's a super fun, like it's almost like another creative outlet for me. Um, 
like it's totally optional and just fun rather than like something I have to do, right. which is really nice. And I use, on my Instagram, I got Instagram. This is how long ago I got Instagram. The only reason I got Instagram is because back then you couldn't edit your self cell phone photos on right. Facebook. Yeah. So you had to get Instagram, Instagram if you wanted to. Photo editing yeah, if you wanted yeah. to give it more contrast or adjust uh -huh. the exposure. Where, so I got Instagram. So that's it. Yeah. And really, I've done very little with it. I don't post daily, weekly. I, yeah. And I get all these requests. Someone wants to follow you on Instagram. Yeah. I'm like, okie doke, you are going to be disappointed. Because <laughs> there's nothing on here. You are going to be disappointed. <laughs> and sure enough, like, well, I don't post anything. I don't use it. But, and then Facebook, I use that a lot. And Facebook yeah. is ideal, you know, mm -hmm. in terms of, I don't use it as much for my business probably mm -hmm. as I should, but I like it for getting information out on various events and other borough You, you use it really well. And Thank I think you. you have a good following on in the community. Like, it's almost like, if I know something is crazy going on in Mifflinburg, I go to your page first. Because really? you probably posted about it. Yeah. I should start making things up then. Yeah, no, don't do that. <laughs> Free scones. <laughs> Free scones. Free scones at Bakery. What, what's that? What's the restaurant they give the one thing away? It's a free day they have. It's a national. It's like a chain. Oh, I don't know. You know, it's like, it's like Dunkin' if they would give away free coffee or right, something. Right, right. I mean, next time they do that, I'm going to put on the, we can give away free, free donuts. Free donuts, yeah. <laughs> Just let me know before you do it, okay? Yeah, so you lock the door. Yeah. Pull the blinds, lock the door. So, speaking of pull the blinds, mm -hmm. this is something I think of a lot because in, in our small town, mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that want money for various things like mm -hmm. this league or that team mm -hmm. or this. So, and I've often said, like, if I was, I don't name them, but if I was one of the big industries at one of, at the ends of town, mm -hmm. I would close, lock the doors and pull the blinds because every time you turn around, it's like, hey, we need money for this team. Yeah. Need so do you have a lot of people saying, hey? Yeah. 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 I think you kind of got a break in COVID. Oh, yeah, Because there weren't true. things going on. Yeah. And it was kind of nice. Yeah. Um, I, we always want to be involved in our community. And I just, like, it feels like such a, like, a minimal impact to me to, like, give a gift certificate to a 50-50 yeah. raffle or something. Like, it just doesn't, I'm, and so I, and we got, we got requested so often, like, especially, like, these last couple of months, it's really picked up again. It's been, like, four or five a week that like, wow. people like either either it's a sports team or a, like it's been yeah. a lot and I like I really struggle with it because I don't like to say no to people but I did come up with like a giving policy that oh, again idea. I have a hard time referencing because even if somebody's standing in front of you it's like I'm sorry you don't need our giving policy yeah. but like for me it's like I only give to 501c3s I want to like for me mostly focused on families in need in our area right. like I try to like focus this in so that we can say like, oh, like that just like, I love your aunt Susie, and I'm really sorry she's going through cancer, but I, I, I have a giving policy, and I can't like it's really hard, like yeah. you know, because people do these things for their family members, and like it's yeah, it's I have a hard time saying no, but if I gave to everybody, like, I wouldn't. The case would be empty. It would. <laughs> and there'd be people coming in with gift certificates. Yeah. Yeah, so it's I have to be strategic in how I give so we can maximize our impact. And I feel like, yeah, it's it's hard, especially as a small business. Like I well, and, and your situation too, living so close, obviously yeah. you can't. Say, well, we, we need to talk to corporate. Yeah. No, you don't. You live upstairs. There's no one to pass the buck to. Yeah. No, yeah, it is me. And so it's it's really hard. I it's something I struggle with all the time. Um, but I I've looked at like I I get a lot of requests too, and I started. Yeah. I don't. It's not a hard and fast rule, but one thing I started 
to not donate to is the so-called Chinese auctions. Yeah, those. Because, and I didn't know how they worked at first, but you, you put tickets in a bag and then whoever, so there's no investment, not much of an investment. Someone might have put a 25 cent ticket in a bag and they won yeah. a photo shoot. That's what I'm talking but, about. But yeah. they, they don't value it because they yeah. want it for a quarter. For the, yeah. And when you said about employees not showing, yeah. I've had that happen so many times. Like, yeah. yeah, we won this thing. Okay, well, here's your session. All right, nobody, nobody shows, shows up. up. Yeah. And I could have booked a regular session. Right. Okay, let's reschedule you. Okay, again, don't mm -hmm. show up. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, was that today? It sure was. Yeah, it <laughs> so, sure was. Yes, yeah, so I, I now what I find is that, and you, you may have seen this too, but when there's like a live auction, mm. those I donate to. Mm. Because someone just paid, they know it's worth $150, and maybe it was a good cause, so they paid 130 or maybe they paid 250 Yeah, exactly. So now they, they value, value it, it. And they're not, yeah. and now what I find though is the other side of the coin where I have to talk people out of it. Mm -hmm. It'll be something like this. Listen, my son has a fever, but it's only 102, so we're coming in for the photo. No, and I'll be like, no, 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 no. It's okay. let's reschedule. Yeah, I know. Well, no, we were scheduled. We don't want to lose out. No, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. I know it expires, but we'll we'll, we'll, we'll honor reschedule. It. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's kind. Of, I never saw that coming. But yeah. So it's, and um, so like around Christmas time, do you do a lot of gift certificates or gift cards? Or? Yeah, gift certificates at Christmas time are huge. So how advanced are your gift certificates? Is it like a plastic card now or is no, it a piece of paper? No, it's a piece of printed out thing. Yeah. yeah. I want to do the plastic cards, but they're like expensive. <laughs> so I don't know. I kind of like the, the earthy, like you know. Oh, the earthiness of like an old, actual old-fashioned yeah. gift certificate. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what we do. I, gift certificates are like, for the small businesses, they're great because um, people will buy them and then they don't always redeem them. Oh, so you're yeah, basically giving a loan to a small business. You're giving like an interest free yeah, loan to a true. small business by buying yeah. a gift certificate. And then if you give it to somebody like who doesn't redeem it, like it's like, like you paid us and then they don't redeem it. It's like, okay, like we, you just gave it a yeah. gift of $25 to a small business. Good job. I hope they don't all show up at once. <laughs> Yeah. We do put an expiration on our There's four thousand dollars worth of gift certificates people in the lobby. Like just like yeah. yeah. Like on the It's a Wonderful Life and everyone stormed yeah, the bank. Like, like, that'll be in your lobby. Yeah. <laughs> but like yeah, you can't force people to like redeem gift certificates. So yeah. if you care about small businesses, seriously an amazing gift you can give them is to buy gift certificates. Yeah. It's giving them an interest free loan. Yeah, I never could. thought of it that way, but that's yeah. exactly true. Yeah, yeah. And I, I like, like I said, and for my business, I put them in a little box, you know, so yeah. it, they don't just hand, here, here's a piece of paper. You know, yeah. It looks more like a gift. Yeah, for you too. Like, it's it like a, a high bit. value. Yeah. Like, like a photo shoot yeah. or something like that. Yeah. I can't imagine someone like getting a, big, a Gable House gift certificate and not liking it. Yeah. I could, how would they not get that and be like, well, whatever. I'd oh. be like, yes. <laughs> Well, unless they're from Tioga County. Yeah, unless they're from Tioga <laughs> County, they actually were trying to get gift certificate from the other <laughs> Then it's not so great. But yeah, no, it's uh, sometimes people get we our expiration date is like over a year after. But still, oh, yeah. sometimes people like I get a lot of calls the night before. Hey, this is expires tomorrow. No, no, don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. I know that's what, and we that's the thing. You know, we want to be outside family pictures, but it's February. Oh, yeah. well, don't worry about it. It's we'll, okay. Don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah, I know that's what people come in and it's like, oh, this expired like last week. Just. It's fine. Like, just you, use it anyway. You know what I do? This, the stuff you have left over, yeah. just keep that. Just keep the stuff we have left over? And from the case. And say yeah. it expired last week, you get the bread I got <laughs> last week. Here's last week's donut. Because <laughs> that's what your gift certificate is good for. 
We do keep like Are stuff they as that rubbery? <laughs> <laughs> no, you should have been in here when you had a good gift certificate. At the end of uh, the week, my mom always comes and picks up leftover baked goods and puts them in her freezer, and then we donate them to um, a local place that does like food giveaways oh, every month. Good. So we do have about a month's worth of baked goods in the freezer Stay. that we can give Every people. Day. Yeah. Have you ever heard any reports like how how well does your stuff freeze? No one freezes your stuff other than that. People ask me that regularly, really? like 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 they aren't going to have it till next week or whatever, and I'm like honestly like I don't know because I'm not. I'm not doing like product tests on how well my stuff freezes. So I try to give them advice based on like what I know about a particular product, but like, I'm like, I don't, I don't really know. Who buys something at your bakery and says, I'm not gonna eat it till next week? Cause I can tell you, I live a block and a half away and two of the sticky buns are gone before I get to my house. <laughs> if I walked four. <laughs> I can't imagine. You never know. I can't imagine having the the willpower to save it. Some folks come from out of the area and they want to stock up and wow. some people want to ship stuff and so they'll freeze it first and ship it. You're like it. the Middlesworth chips of the bakery world. Yeah. <laughs> I can only get them when I'm in town. Yeah, I can only get them in town so yeah. I'm going to stock up, get those big like boxes. Yeah. Do they still make those? Probably. Middlesworth chips like the big like, box that has. Ah. Oh. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I think they do. I haven't seen those in forever. That's because you don't eat enough chips. You're just getting the normal, the normal bag. The normal bag. Yeah. Uh -huh. So, when you say people come and stock, so, and obviously Chris Kendall, there's a big draw, like yeah. people up and down the East Coast, but normally, on a normal day, mm -hmm. who's wandered in and you're like, you're from where? Yeah. I mean, I'm always surprised when somebody says, like, we drove down from Williamsport or whatever. Um, like, we get that pretty often, though, so that pretty so used to are they going somewhere or you're the destination mm -hmm. that's yeah, awesome we get that yeah it's really cool um, i mean sometimes they're always flattering awesome. and honoring it's really know. nice yeah like we have a guy who'll come up like i forget where he's from but it's like two hours away and he'll come up just for her bread wow and that's like what he's doing that day you know holy god it's <laughs> awesome that's kind of cool yeah that kind of stuff is great and yeah we've we've met some really really amazing people especially chris kimball and stuff right. like that from all over um yeah, it's it's pretty cool. To it's, be a destination, I think is yeah. Once you get that, it doesn't go away. It doesn't, yeah, yeah. It's been it's been really cool to like see, like the our name spread has been really really cool. Have you been able to kind of? I mean, you're not sitting down and charting it, but no. you've seen that. Like you know, like wow, we're getting a lot more people from Williamsport, and now yeah. All of a sudden, like it was like the first like I would say four years through COVID, it was kind of like a lot of people come in and are like, I've never heard of that, or like, I didn't know you guys were here, or whatever, and now, like, I hear people talk about Gable House, like, in passing, and it's, like, become, like, a, a household name. name. <laughs> That's a little, I don't know if you're a household name, but, like, uh, the I'm, I'm, I'm down at the GH. Yeah. The GH. GHB? Yeah. Yeah. No, no. no. <laughs> you're vetoing that yeah. one? Yeah. <laughs> I, th I thought about that before I, and I thought, I'm going to tell Nikki, if she ever decides to go with an acronym, GHB is not. <laughs> Why not? GHB is like the gamma beauty hydroxybutyrol. Uh, it's a date rape drug. Oh my gosh, is it really? Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. And it's gamma hydroxybutyrol. Yeah. Um, and I always meant to say, so don't sad. ever do a logo that says GHB on I was it. actually just thinking about that. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that. No, I would not recommend that at all. Oh, man. <laughs> Who knows what it would do for business? <laughs> oh, man. 
No, that's depressing. Okay. But yeah, and, no, I and, think... And don't start like a coffee brand or something like that. GHB coffee. GHB no. coffee. No, that's also not yeah, Bill Cosby would be calling it. Do you, do you deliver? Oh, <laughs> no, Dave. That's <laughs> terrible. That's a bad... And no, I won't edit it out. <laughs> I am who I am. So, so stay away from that as, as an actor. Thank you for letting me know. Yeah. I appreciate it. The, the one thing I... and that, There was one back when I was doing a lot of advertising work. I would have people call and try and sell me websites for yeah. clients. And I was doing work for um, when Keith Phelps managed the country mm -hmm. farm and home. Uh -huh. And the parent company, of course, was Farmers Exchange. Mm -hmm. And the guy... And they ended up getting the website, because you should. Yeah. But um, Farmers Exchange, if you look at it, it also says... FarmerSexChange.com. <laughs> and the guy no. said, "We would like to build you a website." Farmers Exchange. I said, "Yeah, I don't know if we're, if we're interested in that oh, or not because man. could I have other meat." He's like, "What are you talking?" About? I said, "Well, That's think rough. about this." <laughs> oh man, I never. So, so it's on the side of the trucks, yeah. but it's all lowercase. You yeah, know? and you can actually with a with. A web domain, it doesn't have to be all lowercase. You can yeah, capitalize yeah. it, it doesn't matter. It's, yeah, it doesn't matter, yeah. yeah. But, um, so, so oh, now we'll probably stay away from that. So, yeah. So I've, <laughs> there's been a, a handful of uh, things like that over the years. Oh, my word. Safety first. Safety first. <laughs> so, so let's, I want to, I still want to get to talk big picture because I keep getting yeah, caught go, up in these go, little bitty go, details. Before we run out of time, go. Okay. We're running out of time. Wait, I mean, are we're we here till midnight. We're here, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mini series. It's the Gable House Bakery mini series. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, this this is what I wanted to ask you in part two. Yes. And now we're here. Now we're here. Yeah. So, remember I said, oh, what about the big picture? What about downtown Melbourne? Yeah. So, I want to know, like, what is your vision? If, you know, and yeah. like, don't worry about the fact that you know they're like zoning and all that good work. Yeah. Talk to me about what would you like to see in the next four or five years? Man, um, yeah. I would like, I really appreciate where Mifflinburg's come from, right? Like this sense of like this buggy town thing. Right. And the sense that like there's a, a craftsmanship, a building like, like that we're known for. And as much as like sometimes I'm like, <laughs> we almost need to shed some buggy town identity because it feels a little hokey or whatever. I really appreciate like the heritage of like we are people who make and create yeah. and I, the people who I am seeing being drawn to Mifflinburg are people who make and create and it's very cool like you look at the artisan co-op co um, that's all people who are like making yeah. things and then you have Joe at Tomahawks like he, he makes everything from scratch like we make everything from scratch like it's it's a craft like yeah. we aren't just like getting in you know a bunch of frozen stuff and putting it in right. a fryer you know and um, you look at Danny at 45 West, you look at Abe's, you look at, um, you keep going, like you look at Stam's, you look at Oma's, like he yep. makes some of the furniture in Oma's. Yeah, yeah it, it, I can keep going, like it down even, yeah, I could just keep going. It just feels like... So it, it does continue that legacy of creating... Yeah, craft, like being a craftsman, Yeah, you know? And I, I love that. And I, I think if Mifflinburg can lean into that and like really become a place where people know they can get amazing, unique, handmade, quality things. And um, there's a lot of culture that comes with that. Like you have a lot of like people will learn like a trade, you know? Right, like right. I, I, don't, I think there's so much value in that. And I, I would love to see Mifflinburg be a vibrant place of that. 
Because with that is not just like, oh, we know how to do like an old craft. It's also innovation, right? right. So innovating in food, innovating in woodworking, innovating in all these areas, in photography, right? That like we can we can be a place where people can really learn and grow and like move move crafts forward. Right. I think that would be amazing. Like for me, that's like vision for like what who we could be. Right. Um, there, so there was a lady who was in town as a business person back when there wasn't a core of businesses to hold yeah. any given business. And yeah. she was in the space, that little building where um, um, Buffalo Valley Trading Post and yeah. Boutique is, where Sonia and Miranda are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was in there, and it was called, oh, I don't know, I wish I could think, but it was something, something school. I wish I could think of her daughter's name. Was, her daughter's name was Summer or Heaven. Okay. Anyway, but she was, if you look up the things in the Foxfire books, okay. she was all about teaching people those things. Oh, and yes, yes, like the candle making. Yeah, 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 all that open hearth cooking. All oh, that. Yeah, and I thought, great. man, I wish she was still around. She ended yeah. up, she, I think she got married and moved to the Philadelphia area or something. Yeah. Thankful Sage Farm School. Okay, there you and go. And her daughter's name was Thankful. Oh, okay. Um, but it was such a neat, interesting way of thinking about things and doing yeah. things, but it just wasn't, we weren't ready for it then. Yeah. And I think if she would come back now, she it would be like, she, she would fit right in. Yeah. 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 That's what, yeah. I I mean, obviously with all of that comes like this, like that type of thing I would think will draw people to Mifflinburg. And yeah. of course, like economically then there's a lot that happens and builds, but um, and like seeing a vibrant downtown where people are walking around, maybe we have some more murals and we have like, I don't know. I, yeah, that would be amazing. So, and, and I consider you one of the originals that started this whole trend in I mean, downtown how, yeah i mean how do you feel about being one of the original driving forces in downtown oh uh, that makes me so uncomfortable uh, <laughs> good first, that's what i'm here for yeah I, you I, should be proud of it i guess i guess um proud maybe but like i just every time like i just i see all the people who paved the way before me right and um yeah like november had been through a bit of a hard time business-wise like in the downtown specifically yeah. but even then like there are people who have been in Melbourne for a long long time yeah. you like yeah. you've been here for a long time um like oip yeah. amy's frosty freeze like cole's hardware like, yeah, yeah. Could, larry's like yep. they've been here so long like pompeii like she's yep. been here 14 years yeah. and she's done amazing things like i could keep yeah i could keep going like yeah they weren't in the downtown but they were here and they chose to be here and um yeah, it's really cool that I happened to go into the downtown before it started thriving. I'm, I'm really thankful I was helped to maybe till the soil a little bit. Yeah, that's um, a great way to put it. Yeah. And that is so true. And yeah. that's, that's something you should be proud of. Yeah, I am. I'm really thankful. Like, but that's the thing. It just feels like luck to me. It's not like I like sat down and had this strategic plan. Yeah. Like, you know, like it was just like, I, I feel like this could be valuable and I'm going to try it and see right. what happens. And not like, uh, just like we did it in practice. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And then we're going to recruit all these other business owners. It's going to be great. Like, no, like it was like, I was hanging on and like just living on a wing and a prayer kind of thing. But I think you set a great example. Hmm. Thank you. This can be done, and yeah. we're gonna try. Yeah. So I, I, if we can be a business that brought some hope that there's possibilities, then yeah, I can, I can open that. That's very cool. I think we have both of those things, hope yeah. and possibilities. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so. Thank you again. Thank you for taking time out of your busy day. Yeah, I'm you honored. You rocked it. Thank you. So did you. This is very fun. Well, we'll do it again.
Part yeah, nine, honestly, part 10, yeah. Part Let me know. Happy to come. When back. you develop some new uh, recipes, you're gonna have to come and share them. Yeah, like just share all the secrets. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, butter! <laughs> no wonder. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs>